You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Simple Pin Podcast. Today, I'm talking with my friend Jennifer Fishkind of Princess Pinky Girl, which I love that name. She is a Michigan-based blogger, lifestyle blogger, food blogger, who aims to help families, women, moms do life with ease. And Jennifer and I talked about six months ago via Blab. We were talking about her amazing meeting that she had with Pinterest. And so... I was picking her brain, trying to get all the information that I could, and it was such a great time chatting with her and getting to know her love of Pinterest. And then just a couple of weeks ago, we met face-to-face in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World, and she is just this ball of energy and just so much fun, and I loved her passion, love, still love, her passion for Pinterest. And I think that's such a perfect way to kick off this podcast to talk about how much she loves Pinterest, why Pinterest is so awesome, just kind of giving this overall idea of how much we love Pinterest and why we still use it for business. So with that kind of introduction, I'd like to welcome Jennifer Fishkind. Well, thank you so much. It's so great to be here. So, so glad. So tell me a little, well, tell all of us just a little bit more about you, about Princess Pinky Girl, and we should mention you have like over 3 million followers on Pinterest. Just kind of give us a little snapshot of your world. Yeah. So, I mean, I started off my life in this crazy blogging world through Pinterest. I was kind of the backwards blogger. I started with social media and then moved to the blogging world. I started Princess Pinky Girl, really not even knowing what a blog was, but knowing that I wanted to do something. And I didn't know if anyone would ever read it or what I was going to say, but they did. And it's been a great ride. I mean, what I really focus on my blog are simple and easy recipes and crafts and whatnot for people who aren't really necessarily cooks or crafters. You know, I like to call myself a food crafter. I like to make things with food. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in, in fun shapes and, and, you know, for different types of holidays and stuff. So that's kind of where I focus on and just, you know, things that anyone can accomplish. If I can make it seriously, anyone can make it. Oh, that's so awesome. That's me too. I am not a crafter. I do love food, but I've never taken food and made it crafty. So you're one <laughs> step ahead of me. So here's a funny question, but I thought it would be kind of fun for people to hear, especially where you're at. So what are you currently pinning? What types of things are you pinning on Pinterest and focusing on right now? What's the things that end up catching your eye? Always food, just because I love food. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking for, again, fun and easy things to make. But then, of course, like when I am using Pinterest just personally now, I'm looking a lot for summer ideas, things for the backyard, things I can do outside, activities with my kids or things I can make, you know, to decorate outside, um, garden ideas, stuff like that. Okay. And then of course there's always, I'm always looking for good organization and like cleaning tips and stuff like that because I can never get enough of that stuff. Oh yeah. I feel like I could have a a thousand pins on a board with that and I would probably do one. I would probably do one of them eventually. Right. I'm not saying I'm actually going to go do them. I just like to pin them. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So do you use any scheduling tools 
for your business portion of Pinterest? Like we talked a little bit about, you know, what you pin personally, but do you use any scheduling tools so you're not sitting in front of Pinterest all the time? I do. I actually use three different ones and I think that they're all totally awesome in their own separate way. The one I've used the longest is probably Viral Tag. And that's good for me if I do a new post and I'm just trying to schedule from that post. I'm a creature habit with that one. So I'm just used to doing things like that. Then I use Board Booster. And Board Booster, I basically equate as like the crock pot of, of schedulers. It's like fix it and forget it. <laughs> I, you know, I literally can set up a campaign and I don't have to think about it again. So if I'm partnering with somebody else or part of my tribe, I might automate those with using a secret board and, you know, pinning, you know, one pin a day to my big board. Or I do work with, you know, some other sponsors or whatever. And I want to make sure to be keeping activity for them. So I do that through a campaign. I also use the looping feature, which I really like to keep boards active. I mean, that's one thing that I definitely heard when I went and met with Pinterest is that when the search engines like like active boards, and if its board isn't active, they're not going to really mm-hmm. use it in their searches. So I started doing this towards the beginning of the year, and I, for the first time, have seen good growth in my Pinterest, you know, followers mm-hmm. since doing that. So that's been something that I've really been trying to focus on. But the last one, which is like my obsession, is Tailwinds. I didn't use it for a really long time. I got re- reintroduced to it, and it is like a mad analytic tool. Mm-hmm. If you're anything like me and you obsess over numbers and are driven by numbers, it's a really, really, really great play- thing to get sucked into in a, in a good way. If, and now, you know, with the changes in, in Pinterest right now, which is all really new, mm-hmm. so I'm still trying to figure it out, but I find that Tailwind is invaluable because of that. Because I can see what my pins are currently doing without having to have the you know, summed up total pins. And that has been honestly like the savior for me because I want to know what my pin is doing now. What, what are people looking at? How are the pins I'm doing, doing right now? And that's the only way for me to see. I mean, there's somebody said something about liking a pin and then going to your likes and then you can see it and you can, but this is to me the easiest way. Mm -hmm. I also use, I use the pin inspector. It's always up on my computer Mm -hmm. and I go through that where I used to go and I would you know, search on Pinterest, Princess Pinky Girl, and I would look for, you know, my pins that were going viral or doing well, and I would repin from that search. Because I can't tell how that particular pin did, I now use Pin Inspector in a similar way. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go and I'll look back, I'll do a time period, let's say I want to look back in, you know, December. And I'll pull up December, I'll search by the board that I want to look into, or you can search by, you know, the name and I can just put Princess Pinky Girl in there and I'll see what pins are doing well and I'll repin those directly. I don't necessarily schedule it as a repin. I go and I click on the picture and repin it directly. Okay. So to kind of bring other people up to speed as to where we're at. So it's the beginning of May, 2016 and Pinterest has just made a pretty large change called summed up activity. So whereas before you could pin something and you could see exactly how many repins, what type of activity happened on that pin. Well, now what's happening is they're taking the sum of all those pins and showing you how many times it's been repinned on Pinterest overall. So the moment you pin a pin, some people are seeing, you know, 19,000 repins and getting super excited because Mm -hmm. they think it's gone crazy. But in reality, what's happened is that Pinterest says this has 19,000 repins 
overall throughout Pinterest. And we don't know exactly if that's always tracking with the URL or the image, or there's a lot of unknowns right now about this change, which is Mm -hmm. kind of put us into a little bit of a tailwind. So for those of you who start to see it on your desktop, I know it's not rolled over onto my mobile yet. I know for some Android users it has, but I know for iOS it hasn't yet. But when you do see that massive number, that is what we're talking about. And Tailwind for Jennifer, and especially for a lot of other people, has been super integral in helping see how an individual pin does, which can sometimes, well, not sometimes, it does give you more information as to how that pin has performed on a particular board, when it was pinned, Mm -hmm. where it was pinned, all those kind of factors really give you a lot of information about strategy. And so just know that that's what we're referring to. So let's take it back just a a tiny bit here. So you had mentioned that you were the backwards blogger. So you started social media first, and then you went into blogging. So one of the things that we hear a lot on Pinterest, and I know that newcomers and new users to Pinterest become frustrated with, is they come upon someone's account like yours, you have over 3 million followers, and they think that is just, how is that even possible? You know, Mm -hmm. how am I going to achieve that? So let's kind of talk a little bit about what people often refer to as early adopter, which you were, Mm -hmm. and how did you get those 3 million followers so quickly in those early days? What did that really mean to be an early adopter? Well, I mean, the the first million, I'll be honest, the first million was like, was from onboarding. So when Pinterest started and you would set up your account, they would, you know, have, let's say 20 accounts listed and say, you need to follow five of them, you know, to get started. And luckily I was one of those that they listed for a long time. And, you know, after that, once, you know, once I realized what I had and decided to do something with it, then it was, it was my turn to, to, to try to grow it. Okay. And it was a different time then. So it's, it's, it's very different on how I grew it as to how things grow now. But when I was doing it, it was using the tool. I was still using it as a user. Mm-hmm. I was pinning authentically mm-hmm. and while still pushing my blog and sponsors and, and whatnot, but I was, you know, I was really, I was using it and keeping it active really is what kept the growth going. And then also through my other social media and growing those and through my blog, you know, those then grew as well, you know, and there's, there's different ways to get, you know, the growth with the different pop-ups and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I can't say those work or don't because I didn't use them, Mm -hmm. but I know right now, I mean, for a very long time, and I'd say almost probably a year and a half or two years, I was losing followers. Right. You know, Pinterest, Pinterest was, was getting rid of spam accounts. There's a ton of spam accounts they were getting rid of. And I was going down at one point, I was almost, almost at 4 million followers. I think I was like at 3.8. And over a two-year period, that kept going down. Mm-hmm. Now, for the first time in those you know, year and a half, two years, I started to see growth again in followers. Okay. Now, what does that mean these days? I don't know. Does it matter mm-hmm. how many followers you have? I still think it does. Mm-hmm. Certainly doesn't hurt. Right. But you know, you can be very successful on Pinterest, 
by, you know, following kind of the rules of thumb with SEO and having, you know, good board descriptions and good pin descriptions and all that. Because if your pin gets discovered, then you're going to get great traffic from it. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's one of the the biggest questions that people have is how do I gain more followers? And then will more followers translate to more traffic? And what we've seen over time is that's not always the case, but that, like you said, being authentic, giving your audience what they're looking for is really key. During this early time, maybe that first couple of years that you weren't blogging, did you see a lot of marketers on Pinterest or did did you find that it was just regular people? Did you see anyone else kind of using it as a marketing tool? I mean, back then, no, it was just, it was just a tool, you know, but you also, you saw what you wanted to see. You saw the people that you were following in real time. You know, I pinned something and you would see it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, that's, that's a very different world now. Mm-hmm not seeing the people that you're necessarily following all the time. And that's, that's true in a lot of social media. Yeah. So how in this merging and changing over, you know, that we talked about the last 18 months or even the last, you know, couple of weeks, I guess, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how has your marketing shifted from those early days of kind of, you know, you would pin it and see it to Mm -hmm. what is happening right now? Like really, how has your marketing plan changed or has it stayed the same? I mean, honestly, for the most part, I I pin the same way. You know, I do the same things that I did. I have never really deviated from that all that much, you know. I mean, the biggest change for me is that I would do more of what they like. You know, if people are liking a certain type of thing, then that's the kind of stuff that you want to pin more of or you want to market more of. Mm -hmm. The, The problem, obviously, with that is that it's harder to see what people are liking now with the way that Pinterest is working. I mean, you can still go to your analytics and Pinterest and you can still see your most popular pins and your most clicked and and repinned and all that. And I think those numbers are still showing, if you go into the analytics now and you pull up the repins, it'll show you those repins still true to date for that particular pin. It's not Mm -hmm. summing them up, which is great. So that's still there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, looking and seeing what, what people are liking and doing more of that, you know, but also it's collaborations and it's working with other people. You know, the more that other people are pinning your stuff or posting your stuff on Facebook or getting it out there, the more that it's been recognized as having value through all the social media. So I've said this every time I've spoke about, you know, my business and, and how I've gotten where I am. It's all through networking and working as a team with other people. And even if it's working with people who are in the exact same space that you're in, it doesn't matter. There's enough room for all of us. Mm. Build them up and they build you up and you're going to both do better. That is such great advice because I think a lot of times, especially when people look at Pinterest, they think there's so there's not enough room for me. There's our it's already been done. There's mm-hmm. no space or whatever. But like you said, collaboration can go really, really far. Right. And you can really grow, you know, really tapping into that. And one of the things that Jennifer and I were discussing right before we hopped on was how viewing Pinterest through the eyes of a regular user. And describe a little bit about what somebody had a little experiment you're kind of conducting to get some regular user feedback, if you will. Sure. I mean, this came from a Facebook group suggestion. One of the people in the group said, you know, they posted something on their personal page asking, how do people use Pinterest? You know, and the exact words are, you know, friends who aren't bloggers, how do you use Pinterest? Do you scroll to find great ideas or do you just search exactly what you're looking for and get off? How often are you clicking through to a post right away as opposed to saving it for later. 
And, you know, I definitely got some feedback from my friends and it was very interesting. A lot of people actually don't go and repin the things that they're, they're looking for. They'll do a search. Almost everybody said that they're looking for something specific if they're going on. And it may be an idea for a decoration or a craft or a recipe, but then they're going and they're clicking right from Pinterest to that recipe and they're not necessarily repinning it, mm-hmm. which I thought was very interesting because it, it does kind of make you think about if people are using it more as a visual search engine, which is what Pinterest wants to be, mm-hmm. then that would make sense that they're not necessarily repinning those things for later. They're not just sitting and scrolling through it. Which they used to do more of. You saw the shift used to be heavy repinning yeah. and now not so much. Absolutely. I mean, there was definitely a couple people who say that they do sit, once they get on there, then they get sucked in and then they start repinning, you know, pinning stuff. But for the most part, people were saying that they generally are looking for something specific. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, might be a recipe or again, or might be a craft or it might be a decoration for a party they're throwing or something like that. But I definitely was, was surprised to hear that. Yeah. I also listened to a conversation with someone the other day who they had asked a funny question of someone else. They said, are you, are you looking for goats or are you like trying to like get goats at your house? And it was really funny because the only reason they picked up on that was because they saw in their feed, their home feed, several of these goat pins from someone else, which we don't (laughs) usually see as much anymore. But I loved this exchange because it still shows that the home feed isn't dead, which a no. lot of people have talked about with this move to smart feed, that nobody looks at the home feed anymore. Nobody pays attention to it. But I think I hear a lot of that from business users and not so much regular users. And in this conversation, you saw people still functioning that home feed, really looking through like, what are other people pinning? What mm-hmm. are they looking at? And I'm going to click through on that. Yeah, it's a very interesting way that people are using Pinterest different than they were a couple of years ago, but they're still using it to curate ideas. I really don't think the home feed is dead. And the reason that I don't is because a lot of these people who did answer this question, who go on there for a specific recipe or craft or something, they're all mentioning the fact that then they get sucked in and they start looking through the feed again. Yes. So, you know, and it's impossible not to, you know, something catches your eye and then next thing you know, it's an hour later. Yes, it's so (laughs) true. It's this black hole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with all the changes and what we've talked about, where you've come from and kind of where you're going, what would be, you know, there's a new blogger who's starting and they're really overwhelmed with all the social media platforms. They keep hearing that Pinterest can drive great traffic. They have great images. They have kind of all the foundations in place. So Mm -hmm. I guess two questions. Why would you tell them to be on Pinterest? Why should they even pursue it? And what are some really simple practical steps they can take to just start getting into the game? I mean, I absolutely, I think it's a huge mistake if you discount Pinterest and the usefulness of it, especially if you're blogging. I mean, it's still my number one referrer. Absolutely, without a doubt. And what's also interesting is, and I have nothing to back this up. This is just something that I noticed with someone I do collaborate with and and partner with, is when we searched particular ideas or recipes of ours in Google, we found that they're ranking higher now. Mm. And I'm wondering if it has something to do with the summed up pins because it's it it looks like on Pinterest. And what's also different is that. Used to when you'd get search results from Pinterest on Google, it would take you to Pinterest when you Googled something. So if I was searching my s'more bites, it pulled up a pin of that. 
it would take me to Pinterest. When we checked this last week, it was actually taking us right to the website. And it was a Pinterest, it was a Pinterest link. Interesting. Right? Okay. Huh. And I'm not sure how that's being shown as if it's being Pinterest traffic or if it's showing as like direct traffic or not. Okay. I absolutely do not think that Pinterest is dead. And I think that you absolutely need to be spending time on it. Because if Pinterest and Google are cooperating and all through the Google searches, it's going to help you with your search ranking. Okay. I've got nothing to back it up. So Okay. No, that's really good. So everyone can like, kind of take it with a, a grain of salt. But I, For I sure. think people appreciate that you are looking and digging and examining and trying to spot trends. Because that is one of the biggest things that I always tell people is to be an investigator, to test, to really figure out what's working and what's not working because Pinterest isn't, it's not a system you can game. Like you really just have to figure out which way it's going and go with that stream of movement, right? Like you can't all of a sudden just do something and it's going to work a hundred percent of the time. And if it worked yesterday, it very well might not work tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, that's why, you know, for, for my strategy, my strategy is just to hold true and just keep doing what I'm doing and, you know, there was, you know, a month ago, people were saying nothing new is ever getting seen. No one can ever see a new pin. I'm done making new stuff. It's so pointless. And meanwhile, it's just taking longer to get those new things to be seen. So you still need to get them in there and they're going to be seen. It just might take longer because I'm starting to see that stuff, you know, is, is taking off. And, you know, I've had some new stuff that's gotten thousands of repins because it just something was right with that pin, you know, the stars aligned, you know, the SEO was right in it or who knows, but it worked. You never know what's going to work. So, you know, for new bloggers out there, absolutely a hundred percent. Pinterest is not going away and Pinterest is going to still be a good traffic source. It just might take a little longer. Yes. And the more people that you can get to pin your stuff, so the more people you can collaborate with and partner with, the more it's going to get out there and hopefully rank higher. Yes, that is so true. And to not give up. Like I, you know, a lot of times I, I run that Facebook group and a lot of people will ask me, you know, I've been pinning for three to four weeks and I'm not seeing anything. Pinterest is such a slow moving train that it takes so much longer than three to four weeks. It really is one of those platforms that you are in it for the long haul. You're in it to cultivate this great relationship with followers and curate good resources. It's not instant like Facebook or Instagram or any of those other ones. Absolutely. So what would also be if you had to choose, you know, out of those three scheduling tools you said you use and any other resources, what would be the one resource you would tell them, like, just start with this. Don't think about everything else. Just start with this one thing and move out from there. Without a doubt right now, I would say Tailwind. It just has the most bang for your buck. There's so much there and it's it's what I'm on most, most of my day. Okay. So if you're going to start with something, that's where I would start. Okay. Do you use any type of extra tools or is there any outside of the tailwind tracking? Do you use like a spreadsheet and how much time per day do you, would you say you spend on Pinterest? Oh my God. A lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> Way too much. So should the newbie set a timer? For sure. I think that's a great suggestion. Definitely set a timer. And yeah, you know, I mean... Do I use spreadsheets? Not for my personal stuff. I use it more for my tribes. So, you know, I, I, I've got probably five spreadsheets open right now with different groups that I'm working with. But as far as, you know, other tools, you know, specifically for Pinterest, not really. I mean, 
PicMonkey is one of my favorite things. If you are blogging and you're, you know, you're editing pictures, um, I know I got overwhelmed with the thought of having to learn Photoshop mm. and I tried to learn it and I'm actually usually pretty good at those things. And I just finally said, you know what? PicMonkey really is enough for me. And that's, that's a great tool. If you're not using that, I would definitely recommend that. Okay. But I don't know that there's many other tools that I'm using. So you mentioned your tribes really quick. Can you just yeah. expand a little bit on that? And mm-hmm. if somebody's new, can they just find these tribes? What are they looking for? So a tribe is basically a group of bloggers who are working together and partnering. And how to find them, it's, it's all through networking. And there's a ton of blogging Facebook groups. I mean, there's, there's Kate's, which is amazing. You know, it talks about Pinterest and you wind up talking to people virtually through these things. And, you know, then it's just, it's really just reaching out and saying, let's collaborate. Let's work together a little bit. I'll pin your stuff. You pin my stuff. And that's the beginning of a tribe, you know, and I will say that that's been the number one key to my success is getting in with really other great bloggers. And again, you know, really working hard to build each other up and not try to pull other people down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if, if you're not in a Facebook group, I mean, you can even find like size and like bloggers and literally just send them an email, reach out to them. I've done that before too, you know, for some, some smaller collaborations that John and I say, Hey, it's John from Princess Pinky Girl. I'm trying to put together a share group. Let me know if you're interested. They're floating around and it, you know, just talking to people and networking is how you're going to get in them. If I was going to focus on anything, that's what I'd be focusing on is getting into a share group. That's a good tip. And even if you're shy or you're nervous, just go ahead and do it. So I guess as we're kind of pulling things together, I would say we love Pinterest and you love Pinterest because of the way that you can build Um, You can curate really amazing resources, not only for yourself, but for your readers. Using a scheduling tool is really beneficial. And you can start with one and work your way up to three like you use. And really also making sure that you are using tribes to your advantage, that you're really looking for people to collaborate with. And I would say for those of you who are new at blogging and you're nervous and you're just trying to figure out what your place is and how this all works. It's okay to be bold to ask people because you would be surprised how many people don't get asked or they might be shy themselves too, but they're looking for the same thing. So I would encourage anyone to just start with an email because the worst thing they can do is say no, right? Right. But the best thing they can do is say yes, and you just never know. And don't don't get offended if somebody doesn't necessarily answer you back. I know I get a lot of emails every day and I do my best to get in touch with everybody. But also, you know, people reach out in different ways. Like they might send me a personal message on Facebook and I might never see it because it goes to, you know, this crazy place and other messages and I don't check very often. So don't get offended, but just, you know, ask more people than you think you need and you're going to get a couple that'll bite and those are going to pick up and you guys will grow together, Mm -hmm. which is super cool. So true. So If people want to follow you and kind of see what you're pinning, also see what you're creating on your blog, where can they go? Sure. Absolutely. So they can find me at princesspinkygirl.com and I'm on Facebook at Princess Pinky Girl. Twitter, which I don't do a lot of Twitter, but I'm at ppinkygirl because someone already took Princess Pinky Girl. Instagram, I'm under Princess Pinky Girl as well. Okay. And then on Pinterest, are you also Princess Pinky Girl? Sorry, that's probably a good thing to know. (laughs) Actually, on Pinterest, I'm under jfishkind and it's J-F-I-S-H-K-I-N-D. You can search Princess Pinky Girl and you'll probably find it. 
or you can go to my website and there's a you know a little Pinterest button where you can follow me for right from there. And I would say for good tips as to what types of things to be pinning, you can go to Jennifer's Pinterest page and click on pins and that will show you in chronological order what she's been pinning. And you can get some good ideas, some good tips as to what maybe her audience is looking for, how often she's pinning her content. Just a good overall strategy. I've watched Jennifer for a while. I think she pins great stuff. She has curated a fantastic board and she does a really good job of being active and consistent. And that is really key to Pinterest. So make sure you definitely follow her for sure. And and one real real quick yeah. thing about, you know, about my board that you might you may notice, I repin stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I repin stuff of my the same pin, you know, multiple times. And that's something that I I definitely think that has has helped my account because it keeps it out there and it keeps it fresh. You never know when somebody is looking through a newsfeed or looking through your page and it started out when it was in real time, you know, as soon as you pin it, it it starts to move down, you know, in that feed and people wouldn't necessarily see it. So I would repin it to get it to the top again. I won't repin something multiple times in a row. I also won't repin one particular pin to multiple boards in a row. I'll space those out. But don't be afraid to re- like look for your successful pins that are doing well and repin those every so often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. You don't just pin once and walk away. No. You have to pin things over and over again to really keep fresh. And that's when I say, you know, give them more of what they like. If that pin is doing well, it has that kind of, like I like to call it the Pinterest juice behind it. Mm-hmm. It's doing well and it has some power behind it. Repin the one that has that power behind it already, that has those repins, because it's going to hopefully give it some more boost. Okay. So Jennifer, one last question. And in one sentence or a few words, what would you say is so awesome about Pinterest? It just opens up a world of possibilities. For the person who doesn't think that they can create all these incredible things that you see, you know, in Good Housekeeping Magazine or any of these do-it-yourself ideas or these incredible dishes, it opens up that world for you to make it doable and achievable. And there's nothing you can't find on Pinterest. You know, if you want to travel somewhere, you can put that in there and you're going to get good tips. If you want to clean something, you're going to figure it out and find it there. And the visual piece of it, you know, as opposed to Google, you know, you're seeing exactly what you're going to get. So you're getting that preview as well. So for me, I love Pinterest. I always will, no matter what changes they make. It's still something that's always going to be my go-to tool. It's going to be the first place that I go to look up something. I love that. I love that. No matter what changes they make, you'll still be loyal, which is great. loyal. For sure. (laughs) Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for talking with us, sharing your tips, sharing all of your scheduling tools, and just encouragement for the newbie pinner and your love and excitement for Pinterest. I just appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always fun and I can't wait till next time. All righty. See you later. I love how excited Jennifer is about Pinterest. We will have all the information in the show notes at simplepinmedia.com slash two. Make sure you're signed up for our weekly newsletter and get your free Pinterest planner at simplepinmedia.com. 